The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How is your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown. Oh, hello, everyone. Good morning. We're so happy you could join us today. Welcome to the third installment of Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. We're so happy you could join us. We have a beautiful day here in New York City. And what makes it even more beautiful is that we're so fortunate to have Dr. Jeff with us again today. Hello, Dr. Jeff. Well, hello, everybody. And Dr. Faith, always a pleasure to be on with you. Now, this is your third installment of the show. Yes. Second installment that I've been on. Yes. Right? Yes. First installment of this season. No, just kidding. (laughs) The math is making me crazy, folks. Well, you know, we're hoping to do this entire, like a series with you. So I think we have at least two more shows coming up. I I, I think I have two more shows left inside of me. (laughs) And I get them. We get them. This audience gets them. So that's fantastic. So thank you so much. You know, last week uh, in our conversation, you'd mentioned a couple of things that just kind of made this an organic process, just kind of to advance the conversation on relationships. So I thank you. And for those of you who are just joining us, um, I just need to give you a formal introduction, I think, of Dr. Jeff. I mean, you would almost have to be on a different planet not to have heard of him or not to know him. But I will, you know, try to do this justice. Um, Can we keep this to uh, five seconds or less, please? Um, Well, perhaps had you not been such a busy bee all your life, perhaps so, but... (laughs) Yes, I've been called a busy bee by many people. Don't get me started. But Dr. Jeff is actually a native of New York. He's known as America's psychologist. God bless America. God bless America, particularly for having you, because you are you have been involved in a lot of different areas, and we are the better for it. So thank you. So oh, very thank much. you. You must not so. be married to me. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll make a note of that. <laughs> so for America's psychologist, who is also a New York native, uh, was uh, trained here in New York City at Columbia University, earned his master's and PhD in philosophy and clinical psychology at George Washington University. Correct. Right? Yeah. Correct. Uh, Dr. Gardier is also a board-certified clinical psychologist. Um, or as uh, Jesse Jackson would say, I'm qualified. Qualified. <laughs> qualified <laughs> to get the job done. That's and it. We, t- we need you more than ever now, that's for sure. Um, he, among the main things that he does, he also has time to run a private practice. Where I do. Where see individuals. Individuals, couples. families, couples. I mean. You name it. Groups. Groups. How do you have strangers, Republicans, even? Uh, really? Oh, sure. Uh, Democrats, too? I mean, e- equal opportunity hating. Don't get me started. <laughs> Along with that, be they Democratic or Republican, are life coaches to celebrities. So That's they're right. coming into the door. Listen, I, I love Democrats. 
Democrats and Republicans and independents and yes. libertarians. Yes, we people do. People are people. People are people. Okay, and because people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. That's true. Don't get people me started. Who need people. Are people the who need people. And people who like people yes. are okay too. And all of those people have people problems. Well, they do. They do. And I have so many kids. Uh, I'm like the old man in the shoe. I need those people to come in to talk about their problems. <laughs> Daddy got to buy a new pair of shoes, yo. Two or three. Two or three pair. And while he's while he's taking care of all of the churrens, he's also right. you know, you. writing books, uh, uh, contributing to chapters in books. He is um, author of several research um, and scientific journal and magazine articles. Yes. That correct? Yes, that's right. And I write for everyone. Write for everyone. That's right. Well, Academic, lowbrow, highbrow, middlebrow, nobrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. also showing up on television, all of the various media outlets from MSNBC, CNN, Fox, WPIX. WCBS, WNYW, WABC. You know, I'm so proud of the fact that I can appear on MSNBC one day. Yes. And then the Fox Network on the next day. Not many people can do that. That's like Fred Astaire psychologically. <laughs> I'm just dancing, you. Yeah, how about that? You're right. That is, that is, that is awesome. There, there you one go. One of the few. One of the few. That Tell the truth. That. Tell the truth always. Mm-hmm. And that will get you across all of those lines, Absolutely. Right? And then always preface everything from a psychological point of view. So, 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 so share with us what you're doing in reality television. Uh, I'm on a couple of episodes of uh, Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to call it the Housewives of the Potomac. Until the housewives started laughing at me. And it's not the Potomac. Uh-huh. It's Housewives of Potomac. I'm also on TV One doing uh, For My Man, mm-hmm. uh, Women Who Murder for Their Men. Wow. Uh, yeah, talk about influence, right? Talk about undue influence, negative influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm also doing a whole bunch of things on the Reels channels. They got away with it. Uh, that was based on my first marriage uh, <laughs> and uh, celebrity damage control. And um, today I'm going to be doing, um, you know, a couple of new shows. So, you know, I do the best I can. Inside Edition and wow. so on. Yeah. Wow. So we're very fortunate to have you today. Thank you. Thank well, you it's so everything much. is timing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. So you got me for this hour. Uh, and we're going to try to make the best of it. And so because of that, you know what? Let's get started because there's one quick question I think that sure. we can possibly um, tackle. Uh, before we actually go to break, this thing, this hour goes very quickly. Especially with you, Doctor. You're you're a great you're a great host. I have to tell you. Well, that. thank you very much, yes. sir, and you're a great guest, and that's thank why you. I want you thank on. You. I think we make a great team. Thank tell you. us why. So all of us enjoy sex. This is the the, the name of the show today. Most of us, most of us enjoy too. sex. Yes. No, no, no intercourse before making love. Mm-hmm. So, vast majority of human beings on the planet have the capacity. To enjoy sex, we put it that way. That's right. Have the capacity yes. to enjoy sex. Yes. What? Why is it though that sex is important in relationship? So we can enjoy it, but why is it important? Why is it an important part of a relationship? Well, if we look at, of course, um, archaeology and you know evolutionary uh, perspective, of course, no sex. Right. No, um, no advancement of the no species. Advancement right? of the species. Mm-hmm. Uh, though we're working on that now, too, right? <laughs> right? And we have all sorts of different ways that uh, uh, scientists are starting to bring life to the planet. Right. Uh, but the looking at it more from a symbolic, uh, spiritual viewpoint, I see sex, uh, sacred sex, I like to call mm-hmm. it, as really the... Uh, 
the ultimate uh, connection between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, it is intertwined with the emotional. It's intertwined with the spiritual. Yes. Um, it's certainly a way that I think we can connect on every level. Sure. Now, that being said, and you know the kind of person that I am, uh, for those who are, for physiological reasons, uh, sometimes psychological uh, reasons, unable to have that kind of intimacy, mm-hmm. um, certainly that's something that is worth uh, working on. Sure. Um, and there are other ways that we can make that connection and the intimacy also. Mm. Okay. Okay. So with the spiritual would, would you say that the spiritual experience of sex would be the ultimate experience? Well, I would say it's certainly right up there. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Um, but I, he, here we see the intersection of uh, the physical, of the um, psychological, and certainly if it is the right kind of sex, sure. of the spiritual. And so when you have a combination of all those things, uh, certainly this is what I begin to call, um, and uh, I work with uh, Reverend Jay Spites, uh, what he calls spiritual sacred sex. Uh, And this is the thing that we believe brings you as close to God or the creator uh, as anything really can. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that... um, as you stated, as close as you can get to that, we have the convergence of all three coming together. Mm-hmm. But when we can reach the spiritual level, yes, vitally important. Because when we have one, perhaps just the physiological piece, and the other components are missing, it seems that one party or the other may be left wanting. I, look, uh, l- let's talk about uh, back in the day um, when there weren't all these uh, STDs and ST, you know, yes. UTIs, STIs, and so on, uh, the days of the one-night stands mm-hmm. um, back in the 80s, 70s, and 80s, and so on. And people would just meet up right. and and have sex, didn't know one another. And we're seeing this happen now, by the way, again. Uh, because yeah hookups on social networking and so on and so certainly there's something to be said for uh, having sex uh, with a complete stranger as far as the intensity of that you know the um, the unexpected uh, something completely unusual not knowing anything about that individual so you know it can be disastrous uh, but it can also be Mm-hmm. Or it can be something that is really amazing. But even with that, what's missing? Mm-hmm. What's missing there is, yes, you've you've gotten everything on the physical level. Yes. But what have you gotten on the emotional level? Right. right. right? What right. have you gotten on the spiritual level? Right. Because it was just that, uh, as we say in Brooklyn, they hit it and quit it and you uh-huh. go about your business. Uh-huh. And so that was a great uh, maybe experience for the moment. But, you know, as quickly as it's over, it's like, okay, where's the frozen pizza, right? Right. right. And so that's why we look at this idea of sacred sex. Uh, as you talk about um, uh, no intercourse without 
Making love. Without making love. Um, now, when you have all three of those things, when the sex is over, the actual physical part is over, now there's the holding and the touching and the talking and the listening mm-hmm. and the afterglow, as we used to call it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and just spending that time with one another. And then the feelings, uh, the intensity of growing with that person and taking that relationship and making that person so much much more intimate with you and something that only the two of you share. Uh, It really is like a treasure trove of something that is private, that is golden, that is, you know, worth more than anything in the world. So that's why I think it really is important. And I don't want to sound like an old fart, even though I am (laughs) old. Um, That's why I think it's important uh, as you say, yes. um, to really develop a relationship with an individual, really get to know that individual uh, before engaging in that kind of sexuality. Right. Because sometimes right. it, it just uh, it fizzles out the relationship very quickly, too. Right. They sure can. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be uh, going to break in just a few seconds, but and we'll pick up when we leave off, uh, where we leave off, is that that spiritual connection, I think that is that has everything to do with the whole premarital versus postmarital sex. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that people should not, but I mean to gain an understanding of what happens in the spiritual realm or the quantum realm when we engage in such a sacred activity with someone that we don't quite know. You guys hang in here with us. Um, we are going to go to our first break, uh, but we'll be back with Dr. Jeff. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith, and you're listening to the wonderful tunes of Angela Christie. Um, we're breaking, going to break now. We'll see you in a few. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. 
Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on such a lovely day here in New York City. We're so happy to have Dr. Jeff back with us today, and we're talking about no intercourse before making love. I think this is a vitally important topic because it gets to the core of who we are as human beings in terms of connecting with one another in a very authentic way. And before we went to break, um, we were talking about the spiritual aspect of, of, of sex, of making love, and it mentioned the importance of getting to know someone and having this sacred um, activity or engagement with someone you know mm-hmm. versus someone you mm-hmm. don't. And I think, you know, there are a lot of texts, a lot of scriptural texts in particular that talks about this premarital versus postmarital. And we're not getting into the rights or wrongs of that. It has nothing to do with that as much as it has to do with what happens in the spiritual realm because everything is spiritual before it's ever physical. And so when one engages in that activity prior to uh, there being uh, this kind of uh, attachment, if you will, and really knowing someone, once that person walks away, or if should the, should the a partner walk away, and there's been no um, no neurochemical exchange, there's not there hasn't been this level of intimacy between the two, both parties can walk away, and it's okay. But once that engagement happens and there's been that neurochemical exchange and certainly on that higher plane, when one party walks away, there's almost like a tearing away of those spirits. And it's more of a jagged tear, more so than, you know, a linear tear, a very clean tear. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. people are left you know, feeling a bit wounded mm-hmm. or traumatized mm-hmm. behind, you know, such mm-hmm. an activity or an mm-hmm. engagement between two people. We're engaging in an activity, but we don't quite know the person. Well, Dr. Faith, I can tell you, you didn't read that in a textbook, okay? <laughs> uh, this is the stuff that uh, we have experienced in our own lives. Sure. Uh, and certainly how um, one feels with uh, something that is just, you know, two people hooking up or friends with benefits and things don't work out and they go their own way. They may miss that person. You know, it may be a little bit of a longing for the person. But when we're talking about people who've had a very intense relationship and it comes to an end, um, that is that jagged uh, uh, tear that you talk about where it feels that your whole essence um, has in some way been wounded, whether you want to be with, whether you're the one who broke up or sure. whether you're the one who was left behind. Um, both people experience that. Uh, and I think uh, these are sometimes the emotional scars that we walk around with for a long time. I know it certainly happened to me. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And, but then on the flip side, when it's done, it's done well. And the two people have to know when it's Is it ever done well? Beautiful. Is it ever done well when, when, when two people... I, I think that it can be done better than just two people, you know, just breaking up. Oh, the breaking up. You yes. know, mm-hmm. but when mm-hmm. the two of you decide sure. that perhaps it it's time for it to come to an end. Yes. Um, yeah, it gets a little bit easier, but it, but it's always, I think it's always difficult. Sure. And uh, certainly there are those situations where if you've had a very intimate relationship, but it does begin to come to an end because simply someone has to move to another city yes. or another nation yes. or 
you know, a person has left this planet, and I'm yes. not talking about on a rocket ship, sure. though that would yes. be the easiest yes. way to get a divorce, right? <laughs> Send me to the moon so I don't have to pay that alimony. Uh, it'll take about 50 light years for you to get that check, honey. Um, but, you know, when we know that it's, when it ends up um, being more amicable, then yes, it's a little bit easy, and sure. we write songs about that, sure. right? Sure. We, we write poetry as to how we've gained so much from that intimacy, why intimacy can be such a strong and a healthy thing that is so good for us. It is, and that's exactly what I was referring to, is that when that is done well, when and you know the intimacy is there between two partners and they've really gotten to know one another, you were speaking earlier in our last segment about uh, the attachment and wanting to be close afterwards. Mm-hmm. So now we're yes. getting to the rim of, of the role of neurotransmitters and the role that they play in this whole attachment. You would have you would have to go physiological, <laughs> wouldn't you? I, you always I have to go scientific. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely because I think Honey, let's break down the intimacy we just had on scientific terms. <laughs> I think our listeners should really understand why that's important. There's a reason we want to attach. Okay. Once it's done. Yes. There is a reason we even want to do it again. Yes, yes. And I think yes. for a lot of men, if they're listening, then this could be great news for them if they're wanting her to do it again and again and again and again. So the role of neurotransmitters is very and, and And women, here's the in, in yes. important thing. Yes. Women can do it again, again and, and again, again and again right. and again. And men are like, uh, can I catch my breath for about an hour and a half, please? Uh, uh Physiologically, what we see is when um, two people get together and they have the intimacy upon the orgasm, for example, um, that's not not the only fluid that is released. We're talking scientifically here. I don't want to be provocative, okay? Not that I've ever been known for that. Uh, And I feel like Jack Benny. Um, But they're like, who the hell is Jack Benny? Dr. Jeff is old, yo. Um, so what we see is upon the orgasm, um, it tells the body, wow, this is really good. Mm-hmm. But then there's the neurotransmitter called dopamine. Yes. Also, it's an excitatory. We have excitatories and inhibitors and mm-hmm. pain suppressants and so on. This one is an excitatory. And upon that feeling of orgasm, then the dopamine is released and says, ooh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing is with dopamine – um, when we have great food, yes. dopamine is released and says, ooh, that was good, do it again. Yes. When it's something having to do with illicit drugs, yes. dopamine is released and says, ooh, that was good, right. do it again. Right. Sure. And so what we see is it becomes an addiction. That these, these are what addictions are built on. Yes. The release of that dopamine, we want to have the release of the dopamine in okay. addition to that experience. Mm-hmm. So that's the reinforcer. And that's why we talk about love being addicting yes. because we want that reinforcer. And then we also have the, the, the release of norepinephrine and then we have uh, feel-good hormones that are released and all sorts of other things that are part of that yes yes absolutely so it is very much god was amazing you know when he or she put all of this together Mm -hmm. because we're thinking it's just the emotion or it's just a release of you know some uh you know some liquids no No. it is it is a full you know 
body, you know, head to toe toe. reaction. And there are those amongst us who are the, um, you know, the spiritualists and so on who talk about the spiritual release, the electromagnetic release. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. It's messy, y'all. It's a whole bunch of things being released upon that, which does make sex a very sacred thing and why we really should not take it for granted. Sure. As as in last week, you mentioned, you know, uh, once it's over, many of us, you know, then we want to cover up. And you were saying, don't cover, just stay underneath the covers. Stay underneath the covers and and be together. Be together. Endorphins are released, which then makes us want to just fall off to sleep later. Anyway, why not? Why not sleep together? Exactly. 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 In that moment. That's right. And we're also talking about sperm and eggs and this and I mean, there's just so much going on. So much going on. That's why I like to say sex. Busy. <laughs> busy. <laughs> it's busy, y'all. It is. It's very busy. You can right. be very busy. And right. if you want to stay being busy, um, I just want to revisit for a, just a, a couple of minutes this whole dopamine release thing because for men who often hear, honey, not tonight, or honey, I have a headache, mm-hmm. honey, um, you know, there's just so much going on. I've heard if that a few times. If she's yes. stressed yes. or if perhaps um, it could be a be better, a better performance for both, mm-hmm. then maybe we won't hear that so much. So well, so here's the thing. If, if a woman tells you or a man tells you, uh, honey, I have a headache, you know, even if you don't believe that partner, mm-hmm. it's probably best just to leave it alone mm-hmm. unless you feel that there's something that you can do for that headache. Which is important to explore. Exactly. That is the point. Exactly. Because it may not be the headache. It may be a head ache, meaning that the person is not into it for whatever reason. Maybe they're really tired and you have to respect that. Maybe they're stressed out. Maybe you're not doing the right thing to get them to a place. You know, we talked about how men and women make love differently. You know, for men, it's about, you know, well, I'll, you know, kiss your neck and, you know, lick your ear and, you know, let's get ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. For women, it's about, wait a minute, I want the flowers in the morning. I want to be told I love you. I want, you know, some pecks on the cheek. I want to hold your hand. I want to, you know, I want us to have a nice dinner. Um, So it is more of an emotional, spiritual process for women. And guess what? The women got it right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the women got it mm-hmm, right. You know mm-hmm, they have it right mm-hmm. because they can have multiple orgasms. Sure. So there's something happening that is on the right side when it comes to women. So men, listen up. Your right. women are telling you what you need to do in order to be a great lover. Exactly. And I think that's worthy of us di- nose diving a little bit more into. Um, I would call I that can't believe you said nose diving. <laughs> No, Olfactory no senses. No yeah, sorry. Right. Uh, there. But, you know, really looking at a blueprint because I think you're onto something. Oftentimes, you know, because we think very differently about this process, it's important, I think, for men to understand where women are and for women to understand where men are. And we can get together on the same page. Sure, because, sure, absolutely. Again, and we have to. And intercourse. That's so right. What is that's the right. making love part? I think that's the part we want to address. Um, you know what? Sometimes the making love part can be all of those things that I talked about, taking your time to get to where you need to go. And sometimes it can be the, you know, let's just 
do it. Let's just hit it because that may be the excitement of the moment. But both of you have to be on the same page. And that's about knowing who, knowing your partner. So when you know your partner and you can just go for it, that's one thing. That's right. Um, the, the flip side of that. And if the partner the feels like that, the partner both of like you that. have to be on the same page. Exactly. But in cases where that isn't the case, uh, lovemaking starts in the morning or the day before. And I think that's what we were referring to last week. And that's what we want to get to. So guys, stick with us. Um, We're going to come back with Dr. Jeff in just a few moments. We're continuing this conversation. Um, No intercourse before making love. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. We'll see you in a few. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone, to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. I'm so excited to have Dr. Jeff here with us today. We're trying to get to the core of the matter today. We want to make sure that when once you guys leave us that you are motivated and inspired to go and change or do whatever you need to do to transform your relationship, particularly on this matter as it relates to um, making love and bonding with your partner. Before going to break, we were talking about a sort of blueprint that for men and for women, uh, there are times when we will engage the lovemaking process and um, it's great to be spontaneous and in the moment. Um, Given the way society is designed today, those moments are few and far between. And when you can get them, they're sacred. Go for it and have at it. Have a great time. But because we are so limited in schedule, we are 
picking up, getting up in the morning. We're getting kids out to school. We're, you know, out and doing our thing at our, at our jobs and coming home. And we're on this rat race and the, and the stress response system is high at all times. We even come in and, you know, we're still racing and don't know how to slow down. So it's important that we understand that bonding on this level is so vitally important and it's so important that we should take our time and understand what one another needs. So if we are anticipating and desiring a happy ending, Dr. Jeff, <laughs> you said it, I did. How would you, what would you recommend to, uh, since I would let you handle uh, the, the, the male part of this conversation, what would you recommend to, that men do either starting that morning or day before even to ready the, uh, the, the path, if you will, to this happy ending? Well, I, I think it's important um, that as men, uh, we take our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite often, um, as the pointer sisters say, we like to uh, we like to uh, come and go in a heated rush, mm. right? Versus uh, or something like that, um, where it's important that we look at the quality mm-hmm. of the time, mm-hmm. not the quantity. You know, how much can we do? Um, how quickly can we do it? It really is about every moment counting for something every moment. so that a kiss in the morning is not just a two second. Um, it may be a two second behavior or two second action, but it's like an hour and a half lasting behavior yes. where she now leaves the home and she remembers that mm. that kiss mm-hmm. um, the call um, at 10 30 or 11 in the morning mm-hmm. just to say hi how are you mm-hmm. how are you doing how's your day yes. I want you to know that I love you oh, goes you a know? long ways yes. goes a long ways um, so having that conversation, being there, uh, building the warmth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that by the time the two of you are home in the evening, yes. that that fire yes. really starts getting going. Yes. And through dinner, um, a situation of where perhaps you feed one another or instead of uh, sitting with my girlfriend, Rachel Maddow, yes. uh, in front of you, right? <laughs> that means you can be torn away from Rachel? Oh, oh my goodness. Well, uh, you know, we don't want Rachel to get in the way here, right? <laughs> That's right. That's so right. that dinner should not be in front of a TV set. Mm-hmm. It should be in front of one another and just talking. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, when it comes to if you want to bathe before, what have you, either bathing together or helping the other person, you know, dry off, towel sure. off, or what have you. And then just taking your time, not having to, okay, we're in bed, let's go. Sure. But just letting it be organic. Absolutely. Isn't that the term of the uh, of the uh, 21st century? That's the term. Everything's organic. Can we make love <laughs> organically? Can I have my casserole organically? Is it organic potatoes? So, yeah, so we're looking for organic sexuality just let it be let it grow let it be and let it grow it's important no pun intended of course i just the it it. just came to me just now yes right but it's important to pay attention to that because as we all go out into the world and we're all on the rat race doing what we do we both enter the home with stuff Mm-hmm. We both Absolutely. come in with stuff, psychological stuff, Absolutely. some kind of stressor. And as we stated last week, you know, there are times when men just need a timeout. 
Mm-hmm. When returning home, mm-hmm. but for her, oftentimes it doesn't stop. She steps into the house. Yes. She's then putting yes. bags down. She begins to cook. She begins. She's to doing everything. Sure everything. Taking care of kids. What She's the you. orchestra director. She's right. making sure the kids are getting their homework. She's making sure dinner is, you know, on the table on time. Kids are getting baths. So her needs at the time are are great, mm-hmm. and and just having him walk up behind her and say, honey, you know, are you okay? Or can I help you with something? Will go a long ways towards helping the happy. That's end. right. And, and and be supportive, but be supportive to one another too. Absolutely. And, and that is uh, vitally important. You know, men um, have the advantage uh, sometimes of seeing their doctor, you know him, uh, Dr. Jim Beam. Uh, and so, you know, they're having that stiff drink in the evening just mm-hmm. to relax. But quite often, uh, um, the woman may not have the time for mm-hmm. that drink, maybe a little bit of wine or what have you, but open the wine for her. Sure. Buy her that special bottle of wine sure. and say, well, during dinner after the kids are asleep, you know, here's a little red wine for you. You know, um, I, I have to say this, that there is a certain excitement mm-hmm. at the beginning of relationships when mm-hmm. Two people are getting to know one another, and that excitement um, certainly can bring out a lot of the romantic feelings that perhaps they may have. It's important to time travel. Mm. And so if you've been with someone for a long time, go back to what those feelings were at the the beginning. Begin to see each other in that way, even if it means pulling out photographs or going to your cell phone or, you know, of some of the, Mm -hmm. you know, early days Mm -hmm. uh, when the two of you are getting to know one another and get back into those feelings again. We know you probably can't fit back into those clothes (laughs) because marriage does, uh, you know, you do gain about 15 pounds, but... (laughs) Right, but it says, you know, what do we have to do to keep it fresh and new? What do we have to do to keep it fresh and keep and it new? You, you have know, to keep it consistent. Consistent. Consistency is the key. And it's just like, and I'll say this, and this is really the absolute and total truth, Dr. Faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I've ever lied to you. Well, that's because I'm not married to you. But, but it's, and I say this to my patients, and I believe this because if you talk the talk, you, you better walk, walk the walk. walk. Right. Sometimes we're not in the mood for lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You've heard the song. I'm not in the mood for love. Mm. Okay. I it's really, I'm uh, in the mood. Uh, well, yeah. yes. <laughs> but <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. You know, it's the same song. Yes. Okay. So anyway, same chord patterns, but, you know, different artists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who, well, it's the same artist, or is it not? Can't remember. But anyway, James Moody, Moody's Mood for Love, is based on I'm in the mood for love. In, mood in this love. case, I'm not in the mood for love. Okay. So when you're not in the mood for love, mm-hmm. little trivia I threw out there. They're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the situation of where, do you always feel like going to the gym? Like, I know you work out. No. You're in superb shape. Thank you. Do you, no, do you always, always feel like Do not always feel okay. like it. Um, I go to the gym seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you always feel like it? Heck no. Mm-hmm. But do I do it? Yes. Why do I do it? Because you know the outcome. You know. And you, it's good for you. It's good for you. Yeah. So do you always feel like making love? No. Why do you do it? Because it's good for me. And it's good it's for good. the relationship. Overall. And that overall. Yes. Yes. So if you can get yourself into the habit of making love, mm-hmm. 
even when you're not in the mood, Mm -hmm. it becomes a conditioned response. Going back to that dopamine situation, when that dopamine is released and it says, ah, do it again, Mm -hmm. we are not just waiting for the next intimacy just to have the orgasm, but it's the dopamine release. So just being introduced to the situation, we're like, oh, I want that dopamine. So even if I'm not thinking about it, It's conditioned to do that behavior again. So lovemaking should become a conditioned response. So even when you're not in the mood Mm -hmm. and the two of you are laying next to one another, everything still works. Mm -hmm. All the body parts are working. And you know how... The Rufus song goes, I'm, no, I'm not going to sing it. Once you get started, oh, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. Right? Right, right, right absolutely. And it's That's fantastic. That's it. It's, it's, it's like, you remember back in the day, well, you wouldn't remember, you know, back in the day, you know, when you'd have to crank up that car just to get it going. <laughs> Now, all you have to do is press the button, press the button. and that's where we want you to be. Just press that button, right. and we're yeah. ready to go. Let it go. Let there it, it is. Absolutely. And that's where we should be. So even when you're not in the mood, make love anyway, because it becomes that condition response. It becomes like exercise, and you know it's good for you, and it's just absolutely great. And I think this is going to lead us into actually our... our our final segment but you make a very 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 good point because I hear this all the time Dr. Jeff just said guys when you don't feel like it do it anyway exactly we often hear men I'm sure you've heard it women do not want sex women want affection men want sex that's right I, I, I agree and somewhat disagree with that because I think when we're paying attention and when men know exactly what women want and it's a great experience for her, she wants it too. Exactly. She wants it That's right. too. That's right. So I'm excited to really... So where do we disagree? <laughs> that they only want affection. Women don't only want affection. They well, want affection and they want sex. The affection comes before Absolutely. the sex. Absolutely. And um, so this is exactly what you're talking about, right? right. No intercourse without lovemaking. Exactly. So you need that lovemaking first. You need it first. Yes. Which, of course, then when we get to uh, the conditioned response, then we begin to remember, oh, yeah, that did feel good. Mm-hmm. And the stage is already set. And yes, let's move forward with this because not only is it going to be an act or just an act, it is going to be an engagement that she is going to enjoy as much as he is going to enjoy. And 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 this is where, and I and I guess you may want to talk about this in your last segment. Um, again, going back to the point of sisters and Bruce uh, Springsteen. Yes. You know, uh, she needs a man with a slow hand. How about that? Okay, because of the physiology mm-hmm. of what happens with men after uh, the orgasm versus women. Yes. Yes. Okay. Why don't we pick up with that when we return? Yeah, something very neutral like that. (laughs) Guys, you're listening to (laughs) Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and Dr. Jeff. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. 
Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've had a great time hanging out with Dr. Jeff and discussing this vitally important topic on attachment. No making, no intercourse before making love is so important to our relationships. He's taken us through why it's important. He's taken us through what happens uh, when we're engaged in the process, as well as once it's all over, as well as, you know, kind of given us a blueprint of what men and women um, should consider, mm-hmm. or at least have it as a consideration when wanting a happy ending, you know, at the end of the day, because it's, at the end of the day, it really is good for the relationship. Well, I, I, I and I will say this right away. If uh, ladies, you say to a man, uh, no intercourse without making love, and he can't figure it out. Uh, right. What? Uh, uh, right, uh, right, uh, well, right, oh, forget right, it. Right. Forget right, it. Right. 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 But it would be good to refer back to this segment because you just gave them, you know, great tools. You Absolutely. just gave them great resources. When you come into the house, you know, just, honey, how are you doing? Well, some you know? so, some guys are like, well, intercourse is making love, isn't it? Well, right. I, you know. Right. So we'll refer them back to your segment. Yes. Back to the instructions, Dr. Jeff's instruction on, on what that actually means. And you've raised an interesting point right before going to break, which has to do with what happens immediately afterward, physiologically, you know, for men and for women. So, yeah, mm-hmm. what do mm-hmm. we want a man with a slow hand? Actually, that has to do with the process of. So right. making it all count. If there's, you know, if you are. If you're pressed for time, that's one thing. But number two, if you want that embedded in her memory, and women have long memories, happen to have long memories. So we we want to, if you want to capture that experience, you want to embed that experience in our minds, it's good to have um, a slow hand. Talk a little bit more about that. Well, the way I, I use the analogy, um, if a man and woman, a uh, man and a woman uh, is approaching the door, um, who who walks in first? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. walks in first? Women. The women, right? She comes in first. Yes. Right. Yes. And so that's the way lovemaking mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. Um, she should be um, the one to orgasm first, 
because she has multiple orgasms. Mm -hmm. And so men in your lovemaking, if you are smart, the woman orgasms first. You should hold your orgasm as much as you can Mm. uh, because she's built to have multiple orgasms because with guys, once you have your orgasm, now we're talking about the resolution phase, Mm -hmm. um, it then takes a longer amount of time for the man to become erect once again Mm -hmm. in order to engage in intercourse. Mm -hmm. And even if they stay erect after their orgasm, physiologically, they may not have the same desire Mm -hmm. to want to engage in that intercourse again. Now, of course, for some men, that may be different. You know, they may be able to just go on and on and on, you know, especially on a first date, right? (laughs) But once you get to know that individual, the physiology begins to change. And so think about it, guys. Um, If you orgasm first and you have to wait and she has not had her orgasm, now she becomes very frustrated because not only has she not had her first orgasm, but she may not have the second, third, and fourth or fifth that may come one after another. Right. So it's important that men understand that women and men are built differently. Right. And the sexual response is different and therefore you have to compensate in that way. Sure. And when she is not satisfied in that way, that adds one more stress or a frustration. It's mm-hmm. just tagged on to mm-hmm. the frustrations of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just one more exactly. thing, which still exactly. imprints in her mind as well. Which then again is is the stage set for this to happen again. There was no dopamine release. That's right, not for her. <laughs> and right. and and you may be seen as a very selfish lover as as the man. Um, so men, uh, two things you never want to say um, is one is after your orgasm, where's the frozen pizza? Uh-huh. Uh, because you should be saying now let's spend even more time together, sure. cuddling the afterglow. And uh, certainly the thing you never want to say as a man, uh, I'm finished, baby. How about you? Mm, mm-hmm, okay, because mm-hmm. that will destroy uh, the sexuality. That will destroy uh, the intimacy in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Because there are some men who are very selfish lovers in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this segment is so important to understand for for both men and women to understand the psyche behind this. This isn't just an act. Mm-hmm. You know, we can mm-hmm. look at it that way because, you know, we see it so often in pop culture. Everyone is engaging in it, but it is more than just an act. It really is um, a, a, a wonderful um activity or tool a resource to which we have access to access spiritually to and mm-hmm. i keep going back to that word because um there the, before anything is ever physical is always spiritual and that's where the attachment happens um we talked about the release of neurotransmitters and i just want to talk a little bit about oxytocin because it's the same one it's that attachment hormone so after you know it is released before the orgasm we want to uh 
attach and stay close to this individual. But for you ladies to understand and for men to, to really get this, it is actually the same hormone that is released for a, uh, a, a lactating mother. That's right. When she hears the bonding, the the right. bonding hormone. Exactly. When, you know, she can just walk into a room or just think about her baby and, you know, her breast begin to lactate or she can hear the cry of her baby and the same thing happens. So that hormone is very strong. So it's more than just an act. It is, it's, you know, as you stated, the creator, when he created this process, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. a dynamic process mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to keep us together and keep us, you know, bonding um, for a very long time. Well, so, and, and that's why we say with relationships, we really want to go deep. Want to go you know, deep, right. You want to have the emotion, you want to have the biology, you want to have the spirituality, mm-hmm. you want to have the religion of it. It is sacred. Sex is a sacred mm-hmm. thing between two people. And when we begin to see that, I think we become much more discerning uh, yes. in the relationships we become involved in, yes. uh, especially on an intimate level, number yes. one. And number two, we begin to understand that it is a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, sex and sexuality is not just a thing just to do. Yes, but right. there are so many implications mm-hmm. as to what it means for a relationship. Right. And for women, when that activity is over, what women typically look for men um what we typically look for is someone who can take care of our emotions. Mm-hmm. Can I yes. trust you to take care of my feelings? Yes. And I get again from last week's segment, we were talking about soulmates versus roommates. And for a lot of women today, we're looking for the soulmate, the one that will take care of that emotion. Can I trust you with that Pandora's box? Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me, you know, you're asking, where's the pizza? <laughs> and you're saying, honey, are, are you done? I hope you're done. Mm, doesn't go too far in, in terms of taking care of our feelings. So we're not inclined to repeat that behavior. But if you want it repeated, it's important. It, 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 it's, if for a man to say, I'm finished, baby, how about you? Mm-hmm. It's not only selfish, mm-hmm. it's rude, mm-hmm. it's insulting. And it says an awful lot about what that person really thinks about you and they think about sex. Sure. But quite honestly, if you really want to know whether someone is going to be um, an unselfish lover, yes. just go out to a restaurant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see how they treat the waitress mm-hmm. or the waiter. Mm-hmm. If they give a big tip mm-hmm. and they're very kind to that person, mm-hmm. chances are... They're going to be a really great partner to you. Pretty generous. If they treat that person as if they're just hired help and are very cheap and Mm -hmm. are just very dismissive of that individual, Mm -hmm. chances are you're going to get that same kind of treatment in your own Mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. What a great, what a great example. What a great example. Generosity of spirit is what we're looking for. Absolutely. (laughs) There's give and take. and, And in that comes the compassion the understanding, um, the the desire to want to please one another and to want to bond. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Would you yes, agree? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, folks, we hope today that this has been um, informing in every way. We're trying to remove all impediments to attaching and bonding and, and laughing loudly and loving deeply. And Dr. Jeff has, I think, provided a beautiful blueprint Um 
for all of us to follow. But, but do you see how our conversation, let's let's mm-hmm. go analytically mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. How our conversation went. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the little teaser mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. Then we had some excitement building up. Yes. And then we had some very explosive conversation. And now we're just in the afterglow mm. and chilling out. Mm. And this, I think, represents so much of what intimacy is about and a lesson for all of us to learn that even in our conversation, yes. the intimacy can be sublime. Sublime. Yes. God, I, I don't think I need to add any more to that. <laughs> I'm finished, baby. How about you? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dr. She's finished, Dr. too. <laughs> yes. Where's the frozen pizza Where, now, Dr. Uh, Faye? I think, I think, Laura, I, we have to thank, you know, Laura. <laughs> Laura Garland, Garland, yes. Dr. Dr. Jeff's assistant for assisting us with this segment. I think she ordered the pizza and wine, as a matter of fact. Exactly. <laughs> Laura Garland. <laughs> a little bit. We thank you Judy so Garland's much. daughter. How about that? And Somewhere, she, come on. Sings beautifully. Over the rainbow. <laughs> we thank you so much, Laura, for your assistance with this segment we appreciate you um, and for all of you who are who have any questions regarding this segment or any past segments please reach out to us at askdrfaith1 at gmail.com askdrfaith1 at gmail.com or reach out to Dr. Jeff Gardier <laughs> um, for access to his book what's the title of your book the latest one that oh, uh, The Causes of Autism Cause of, Causes of Autism mm-hmm. he will be back with us in a couple of weeks but if you guys are trying to reach him um, in the short term please reach out to him drjeffgardier.com please join us for next week's show um, Dr. Jeff will be with us on May 2nd I think is his next scheduled visit. Um, we'd love to to have you. I better start sending you flowers from uh, tomorrow. I think I like that. Right. I'll look for them. <laughs> you guys, uh, go and have a wonderful day. Take a little time to laugh a little loudly, love a little deeper. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Dr. Faith Brown hopes to speak to you again next week. And remember to always make time to laugh and love. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.